Hey, hey, everyone. Today is Thursday, January 4th, 2023, and welcome to Big Screens and TV Streams, live from the Grand Forks Best Source Studios. I'm Dale Coolis, your host for this big, special, two-year anniversary, top 10 movies of 2023 spectacular. And we got quite the quite the crew joining us today, as always, joined by Paul. What's up, good sir? Happy Yo. 2024. Yeah, same to you. First episode of the year. Uh, joining me to my left, you may recognize him from some hit shows as Sesame Street, the one, the only, Elmo. Hey, guys. Yeah. Hey, how's it going? You know, I, I, you know, I came all the way from Sesame Street to celebrate with you guys, and I'm super duper excited because, man, this is going to be ex- this is going to be phenomenal. We're going to be talking about movies of the 2023s here. I mean, this is th- this is crazy. Now it's 2024. Like this is this is insanity. I can't Everyone, let's here. tickle Victor. <laughs> tickle me, Elmo. <laughs> I am. I have heard to be very ticklish, so you know it. That, that probably would make it a lot. <laughs> of course, we are talking about Victor, who is joining us here today. Hey, Rocking yeah. out the anniversary special with like a, a costume like no other. Going all out with the Emerald costume. I dig it, man. Thank you, guys. You know, like I said, it's all for you guys. It's all for everyone here, and I enjoy just dressing up for you guys because, I mean, I got to give you guys what you want, and this is pop culture at its biggest and on Christmas break from class, that means she's back, joining us after a bit of a hiatus on big screens and TV streams. Let's give it up for producer Katie. Yeah, Katie. Hi. Woo! Katie, long time no Woo-hoo. see on big screens. Yeah. Yes, yeah, we've been going through withdrawals, right? A little bit. Well, we're very glad to have you here on the two-year anniversary spectacular. Yeah, two years? Yeah, two oh years. My gosh. gosh, I can't believe it. Paul, I think it was what, just uh, me, you, and Katie there like two years ago. First episode was our top 10 movies of 2021. And we had Victor to the mix a few months later there after a couple of live from River Cinema specials. Quite the two years have flown by. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I can't believe it's already 2024. Yeah, Yeah. this is nuts. Yes. So just a couple of quick, uh, to pick your brains, just a couple of the things that stood out for you. For When I say the year of movies and uh, TV shows, uh, streaming series, uh, TV series, cable series, uh, movies or streaming movies, what are some of the first things that come to mind for the year 2023 for you? Say that again. What are the first things that come to mind for the year 2023 in cinema or TV shows? What are the first things that come to mind? Yeah, when you think someone asks you... Multiverse. Multiverse, yes. <laughs> the multiverse is pretty big out there, guys. There's so much stuff out there you don't even know. Well, even I'm out there, so... Well, you see so many shows, both DC and Marvel going, it seems like, all in on the multiverse. And it's like, do, do deaths even count anymore? Because we're just going to get them replaced with another multiverse version of this character. You can go into so many directions. Uh, I think I think that stood out to me for at least major blockbuster uh, franchises was... Uh, uh, like cliffhangers, horrible, horrible cliffhangers. Yeah, that, that <laughs> did suck. Yes, that was, that's one of the things that comes to mind me for uh, in mind for 2023. I see we got Derek in the chat saying Reacher. It comes to mind, uh, and Loki uh, for for some of his favorites from 2023. What's up, Derek? Those are good ones. Yes, yes. I don't know. It says Loji. I'm pretty sure you meant oh, Loki. Yeah, he just corrected himself, okay. Loki. Yeah. <laughs> oh. There's another one from Twitch. Twitch. Oh, yeah. What are they saying from Twitch, Katie? Hey, what's up? Hey, what's up? Hey, what's viewers. up, Twitcher? Hello, Twitcher Kate, universe. Katie, for the year in movies and cinema, for you, any standout moments that first come to mind for the year 2023? The one that everyone couldn't... I mean, I never went to go watch it, that Barbie movie or whatever, in Oppenheimer. 
well, they both came out on the same day. It was like a big. Uh, it was like one of our biggest episodes, I think, this year. Where I think oh, we had yeah. David Passmore guest yeah. guest hosting on. That was and, a, that was a good one. That was when we both got to like ham out. Just on nerd it. out. I know what well, we all saw Oppenheimer. I know you two saw Barbie. It was just like a nonstop. It was like one of our most, I think, energetic shows of the year. Well, they they were in competition. They released the same day yeah. because yeah. you know the Christopher Nolan controversy, man. Mm-hmm. So that was really suckish. So yeah, yeah. What. And uh, if I'm thinking past episodes this year, big screens and TV streams, I'm thinking of some of our guests we've had on. You know, we had Icky on for we did our top three slasher films. That was a fun countdown, just kind of nerd out on slasher movies. Uh, we had uh, Shannon Shell from the Brew Brothers on, and just kind of I, I, I think he was on the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Mutant Mayhem episode. Oh. I remember you and, and and Shannon Victor just going to town on the soundtrack yeah, for Turtles. The soundtrack was yeah. kick ass. And, was... and then when we had a uh, what an interesting episode it was when we had David Waterman on to do the. Uh, compare contrast 10 commandments versus exodus that oh, was that was, so that was actually ended up being so much fun and, and going into all kinds of directions i i wasn't expecting but in a good way that's so. why i love david because we just me and him just get to talk about old cinema so that's yeah. that was kelly Cass. i love it and then having my sister on uh, again jane for a, a second year in a row to do our annual christmas special uh we're just nerding out on christmas movies and yeah what 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 a great great year for guests and great year for shows uh favorite show from the year that stands out for you guys from, from this past year for 2023 for big screens any of those or other ones that come to mind i mean loki was killing it man i mean loki and reacher i gotta say they were killing it this year i mean alan alan richardson man what a beast he is man what a beast twisted metal twisted metal yes it's too bad i didn't i I should have done something on the side i think we're going to count down our top 10 movies of 2023 i should have done something on the side like a top five tv series or something like that i for some reason i'm just thinking of that now but uh uh kenny any other thoughts from favorites from 2023 um Oh, of the show or just like movies? Shows or movies, yeah. Honestly, the only movie I want to go see is Oppenheimer. Oppenheimer in the theater, yeah. You probably caught some on TV and streaming services, right? Movies, yeah. I'm just like thinking. Yeah. (laughs) Which ones? Well, I can come back to you too when we, right before we begin our countdown, you give us like a couple of your all time favorites from this year you saw. Mm -hmm. But uh, I guess before. I got a couple of news items and all that to, uh, to cover here, too, uh, uh, that are pretty interesting, but that, that you're not going to believe, actually. But before we get there, uh, what I do want you to believe is all the good stuff from our friends at Oh for Heaven's Cakes and more in the Grand Cities Mall. That's where you can find nothing but the best homemade baked goods, and that's where Oh for Heaven's Cakes come in. You'll, you'll get their awesome cupcakes and cakes for special occasions or just a treat. I know I've ordered a couple family birthday cakes there, and they never disappointed. They're located on the north back side of the Grand Cities Mall, open Tuesday through Friday from 10 to 4 and on Saturdays from 9 to noon and give them a call 701-757-2253 or email overheavenscakes at yahoo.com be a beautiful cupcake in a world full of muffins that's overheavens cakes in the Grand Cities Mall all right so for a couple of I got two news items here uh uh, actually one is just rumors I don't want to dive too much into it because I think I hear this almost Every other month, it seems like uh, rumors kind of floating around again of Paramount and uh, Warner Brothers Discovery merger acquisition. Uh, you know, Warner Brothers Discovery, they run HBO Max or Max, as it's more simply known as, and Paramount Plus. Uh, would you think if, if that was to come to be, w- would that make an ultimate uh, streaming service package if HBO Max and Paramount Plus were to combine? Do you think that would give uh, all like Netflix or Peacock a run for their money? No, no. Because, because let's face it, they, they've already, like, HBO already sold out to Warner Brothers, and they, they could have been their own thing 
they could have been their own thing, but then Warner Brothers had to give in, and then, of course, Paramount was already its own thing already, so now, if they just merge together, and like you said, it's a rumor, so it, it may come yeah. true, it might not, so I mean, I don't think it may, be, it may be a big, mega, you know, awesome house for all of them, but honestly, I just think, like, it's just gonna make everything so confusing. This is gonna be even more confusing than when Marvel and Sony had to argue over Spider-Man. Oh, so. gosh, that was super confusing, yeah, especially right? when they renewed the rights uh, last year there. Uh, I see Derek in the chat's also wondering when the Borderlands movie is coming out. Hope they don't mess it up. I can agree with that. I know it's in the works. It's in production. It's been a while since I looked up an update. I want to say 2024, but I could be wrong. I'm very curious if they pull that off. Uh, They seem to be having a better batting average with video game adaptations into cinema and TV shows this past year or so with the Mario Brothers movie, the last couple Sonic movies, oh, even Detective good. Pikachu, and yeah. like Paul mentioned, Twisted Metal. I thought that was great. They, they, it took like almost three decades, but it seems like they're kind of getting it right for video game movies and TV shows. Would you say that's been fair last year or two? That's been really fair, mm-hmm. honestly. They've been doing pretty good. So, I mean, you know, hopefully if they don't get too cocky with the Borderlands, they, they should be rolling, you know, pretty good. All right, next news item. Uh, did you guys see this? This was making the headways a couple couple days ago. Mickey Mouse's 1928 debut short film, Steamboat Willie, has finally <laughs> entered public domain. Uh, oh. What that means is... If we want to, we could actually air that cartoon in its entirety and not have to worry about copyright strikes. Yeah, I heard But actually, I, I heard am not that. going to risk it. <laughs> but uh, uh, no, but sure enough, all there's already all kinds of parodies online. People, if you look up YouTube, people are doing all kinds of spoofs. Not the Mickey Mouse character himself is not public domain, no. nor the other revamps of the Mickey Mouse character that we know and love in his current incarnation today. That's not public domain. Just this one singular short film is from 1928. Steamboat Willie. You guys remember that classic cartoon, right? I love that cartoon. Yeah, yeah you know, when Mickey Mouse is, will, is whistling yep. on the steamboat, chugging along, gets up to all kinds of mischief. Uh, so the same day that... Uh, a few days ago that this uh, short film went up for public domain that was the same day a trailer debuted for an independent film called Mickey's Mouse Trap. Have you guys seen this trailer? I've heard of it. I've heard of it so many so times. So it's pretty much, you, you know, the, think of the new Five Nights at Freddy's movie. So uh, it's like a slasher film inside a Chuck E. Cheese type restaurant where uh, all of a sudden a killer dressed as a Steamboat Willie style Mickey Mouse character goes in and just starts hacking up all these dumb uh, innocent teenagers. And yeah, and it, I highly recommend looking up the trailer. Yeah. Disney cannot stop this. I guess they, because it's based off the Steamboat Willie interpretation of Mickey Mouse. Uh, yeah, look up the trailer. It's called Mickey's Mouse Trap, and they said the film's going to be shooting to come out sometime in the next year here, according to the filmmakers. So, they yeah. Do, I can't <laughs> believe they're taking childhood. Like, you know, the next thing you know, they're going to take me, and then they're going to, ter- you know, turn me into the Elmo's World Killer, you know? So it's like, well, come on, guys. You're taking child beloved characters and turning them into evil people. You did this with, you know, the banana splits. You yeah. did this with, you know... Oh, Wiley's Wonderland. Yeah, yeah. Wiley's Wonderland. That too. was like, phenomenal. Dude, I, I mean, can Nicolas Cage, I mean, what a silent uh, well, What a better movie than... I like Five Nights at Freddy. I, yeah. Freddy. I actually thought it was pretty solid, but it was uh, pretty good. Wiley's Wonderland, definitely the way to go. I, I love Josh Hutchinson, but, you know, you can't pick Nicolas Cage, man. He's awesome. 
All right. Well, we should probably jump into things here. We got a top 10 movies of 2023 countdown to do. So here's how it's going to work. Uh, we're going to each take turns naming our favorite movie. Uh, <laughs> Derek likes my quote saying innocent teenagers. They actually, yeah, they put themselves, they make themselves very unlikable where like your average slasher flick where you don't feel so bad about it. But uh, Thank you for that comment, Derek. Yes. Uh, but uh, we're all going to ro- rotate around giving our our countdown pick and, uh, and, and we'll just do a quick 30 60 seconds on why that movie's in our countdown we'll keep moving things along we'll take a break like we did halfway through the countdown because we have something special in store for you halfway through to take a break from the countdown and uh but i guess before we get uh too far along here uh paul you brought up a great thing there like favorite tv series for the year so i did not i did not think of that if i was thinking i should have done like a top three or top five tv series for us to rank also if we're saying top three TV series for the year with Twisted Metal being your top three. You know, that was one of the first ones you mentioned. Yeah. Um, I guess... Uh, I don't, it, would probably, it would probably be in mine. Top three, maybe top five. Yeah. I only saw like several TV series this past year. Yeah, I'm try- I can't really think of any other ones. Just I know you're big on Yellowstone. Did they do their big season this year too? Or um, I'm not sure if they did or not. Yeah. And this last one wasn't very good anyway. Not that good. Yeah, I'm also like I know there's you keep up with way more TV series than, than I do, but I, I, I try and catch a decent amount. Uh, uh, Victor, I'll throw it to you. While maybe Paul and I can ruminate on trying to think of a couple of TV series that come to mind. Victor, that, any top TV series for you for the year? The, I got, I oh, got, I, I gotta say, Reacher. Reacher has been kicking ass. No, I mean, man, that dude is just. Alan Richardson, man, what a beat! Like I said, what a beat! There's a couple is. episodes I really liked. I liked. I really, I kind of fell off it towards the last few episodes, but there's a few of those earlier episodes were really good. He's getting really, it's getting really deep, honestly. And then Loki is getting nuts. I mean, my gosh! I mean, there's Loki, there's Reacher. I know uh, Yellowstone one's pretty okay. Uh, you know, funny thing, like Kevin Costner, he's not even, he's not even barely in it anymore. He's just producing and doing his thing behind the scenes, and he's creating a whole bunch of shows, which is kind of confusing because there was like the old west shows that he did and then many others and then it just got more confusing as the time went by uh but otherwise i mean tb tb's doing good i mean frazier uh the redo of frazier was going on and i, I mean to keep up with that have you had a chance to watch i watched a little bit of it and you know what? it wasn't as bad honestly i do miss the original cast of it i miss david high pierce and the rest i miss Roz. i miss everybody else you know i, I really wish they'd come back but i i think they they have a reason for not coming back so well, i'll just say a couple quick ones that come to mind for me the final season of a million little things was really delivered i thought they kind of wrapped things up there they put a nice uh pin on it on um, wrapping up a lot of storylines uh uh big emotional gut punch of a final episode uh and then uh all you mentioned twisted metal that comes to mind that show was exactly what a great way to envision it and a great like a that i'm like that's how you do a cliffhanger the way that they wrapped up season two not really like a cliffhanger but like a tease for season two like they wrapped up the story had a nice sense of closure for season one but they gave you just enough to keep you going all right now i'm ready for season two uh so those two are the first two tv streaming series that come to mind uh for me for my favorites uh oh and i guess on the new season of star trek brave uh Brave New World that that delivered too. So uh, chosen those three. Was, the chosen is good. Chosen. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Emory reviewed that uh, a few episodes ago. Yeah. Katie, any TV shows that come to mind for you? Uh, any other favorites from 2023? Uh, I know you're a big fan of Big Brother. How did that deliver this year compared to other seasons? Oh yeah, um, it was. <clears throat> it wasn't as controversial this year, which was nice. Um, they kind of force some issues, or does it seem kind of like yeah, inorganic that way? Did anyone yeah. get kicked off? Yeah, I actually did. Someone did get well. Yeah, someone did get kicked off. 
within the first like two weeks, but it was actually for the better. He's kind of a jerk. It takes a lot to get kicked off that TV show. It's not like every week someone has to get eliminated kind of thing. They have to earn it. Yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah. Um, Oh, and then Big Brother, they uh, they did a spinoff called the Big Brother Reindeer Games. I thought that was interesting. they took basically the top six all-time like favorite Big Brother contestants, and they just put them in like a in the Big Brother house, <clears throat> and they just competed for challenges. And if you win, you win a hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> oh my gosh! Would you say it's even better than the main series, or like just like good side side few episodes here? It was quicker. It was nice because the there was like three episodes a week, and I mean, I, a lot a lot of people did actually like it. <laughs> Um, crazy enough more than the actual Big Brother series. Cause I guess they must announce it's going to be returning then. It is going to yeah. be returning next year just because the ratings were so high. Because like yeah. the normal Big Brother season, it's three months, whereas this was like two weeks. <laughs> oh, wow. They really pumped them out. So mm-hmm. any other standouts for the year 2023 that come to mind for you? Uh, over the summer, I randomly watched Taylor Swift documentary. I love documentaries. Well, was that the concert that were the behind the scenes of the concert and they actually mm-hmm. show songs from the concert too, performances, right? Yeah. That, how was that? It was fun. I liked, I liked watching it, and I think there's, like, an Ariana Grande one I watched, too. But I, like, I always have liked behind-the-scenes stuff. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a sucker for behind-the-scenes interviews, Blu-rays, so cool. bonuses, yeah. Whether it's, like, concerts or, like, I know, like, I watched, like, a Kiss documentary, like, years ago with my dad, and I, I loved it. Um, and then one more that I actually do, really. I think it's coming out tomorrow. Um, I'm sure you guys have heard of it, the whole Gypsy Blanchard Rose Blanchard case. Oh, where she, yeah. She, she was released from prison last week because she it? killed her mom. That's but she right. was abused, though. That's right. That I did hear about that. I heard about that. Yeah. Was it? Was it that little? Uh, what was it? Uh, I don't know. I might be talking about something. But is it that little girl that uh, who's kind of like in a wheelchair? Yeah, her mom. Yeah. I guess I'm blanking on it. <laughs> She's she she like it like he really messed her up, dude. Like you talk about childhood trauma. That girl just was put through the ringer. So I mean, yeah. She she just looks angry. Like <laughs> you should see her in like the promos. Like when they do the uh, when they do the like commercials, dude. Like you should see her, and she's just all pissed. I'm like, dude, I, I wouldn't blame her. I'd be pissed if you like put me in a wheelchair, man. See, so, I mean, Derek brought yeah. up Mandalorian also for the year in 2023. So there there are some picks for you for some TV shows for 2023 and streaming series. Anything else, Katie? Before we jump to the countdown? No. All right. So here we go. Uh, who would like to kick things off? Paul, me, uh, Victor. Yeah. I'll, I'll kick it off. All right, Victor, your number ten pick of twenty twenty three. What do you have? You know what I, I, and you know how I, I am very controversial about this kind of stuff because I love a lot of movies, as you all know. It's all about the movies for me. But if I had to, I gotta go, of course, with you know, uh, I gotta go with my classic, you know, Blue Beetle. You know, Blue Beetle is my top ten, uh, and I, I I give it a lot of props for, of course, uh, being the movie of of many things. I love Blue Beetle, and Blue Beetle really did a good job. I know there was a lot of controversy behind all these superhero movies, and I know that we've talked about it many times before. But I was very excited to get propped off because, I mean, come on, he's he's a he's a kid from a very small town in Little Mexico, and plus he he you know he got a 
alien suit attached to him, uh, and it's really cool because he could do. He's a. It's like it makes him invincible, and plus he kicks bad guy butt, and he's a great superhero in my book. So I mean, Blue Beetle is always kick ass and number one on my. Oh, you know. Victor, I guess I got a different pick from you from your text this morning. Actually, oh, did I? actually, I had it queued up. I, I had Infinity Pool for number ten. Oh, but, did I? Oh, oh shoot. Are you That's are a, you saying your your number one or your least yeah. favorite? Oh, it's a least. Oh, it's yeah, least we're, the, yeah, the we're, we're, we're building up from. It's a countdown, oh. count not a count I up. Oh well, I'm sorry, guys. That that's my bad. So a countdown. Yeah. Well, there's no. Well, there's not really much I can say about the countdown, really. Then. Oh, it's all. It's all right. I should. I, no, I should have clarified. I know. I. I. I, I that's, that's my, my bad, bad, guys. I should have. Shoot. Sorry, Victor. No, that's my bad, you guys. Like I said, I, I know we're well, counting I, down. I kind of. If you look on your on your notes, there, I kind of wrote what you in the order that you gave me from uh from the text the other day. I think if you flip to the next page, oh. uh, it, I kind I kind of made it so that we did. I if. Did I get it right? I know. I think Katie actually might have. And I think I may have got your number one mixed uh, up too. Let's see, guys. Yeah. So, uh, so why don't you? Does does that look at least kind of accurate? Ten number ten, number nine, number eight. At least I just went by the text he sent me the other day here. So this is pretty accurate. All right. Yes. I is didn't that, know we were counting down though. Yo, so. shoot. Sorry, man. No, that's fine. I thought we were counting up. So you know what? Never mind. Uh, that's that's my bad. Now, even though this isn't a terrible movie because it's not, uh, it's uh, it is Infinity Pool. Okay, sweet. Uh, Woo! So that's my so that's my bad. That's my bad, you guys. Uh, but anyway. Uh, Infinity Pool is a very great movie. I, I don't know if any of you saw it. Uh, it is a very good movie. Uh, there was a ton of great, great, great actress and actresses or actors in this movie. Um, of course, and I gotta tell you, Alexander Skarsgård, dude, that that guy, he comes from a, a great family of just actors. Oh my gosh, that guy is just crazy. Um, the the movie itself was just incredible. Uh, it, it was a very great story, um, and the, the cool thing is is that it's got a lot of cloning in it. So, like, think about how you would clone yourself and see how your clone would interact with people. Like, say if you had a clone and you basically were like, you can do whatever you want, you know, just you're me. So, I mean, you, there be, shouldn't be no problem. But he's, he's invading your home, he's invading your space and everything else, and he's kind of making your life a little bit miserable so think about that and you know usually when i hear clone movies or tv shows i'm kind of checked out it's like one of my kind of like pet peeves in, in storytelling but here it sounds like uh, it sounds like you're saying infinity pool got it right oh it was so kick-ass it was one it was one of the most beautiful movies i ever like just it's so great a24 man oh, a24 beautiful. joint okay if you oh, say that be- that's definitely peak be- interest. beautiful 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 film all honestly. right well what a nice way to start off the list there paul uh Paul, you want to go next here in your number 10? Yeah, and these aren't in any order, Katie. Okay. Uh, so yeah, so my, you, my number 10 is Finest Kind. So I, I do got them labeled on by the movie for Paul's picks there, so you may have to scroll up a little bit. Again, guys, that's my bad. I should have I done what Paul did, because they shouldn't be in any order, honestly, because they're all great movies, but despite it, so. Oh, it's all, it's all good. No worries. Yeah. So Finest Kind, Paul. Yeah, I just thought that this was a, a good movie. I mean, it had um, good acting. Uh, it was the, the ending that made it, uh, you know, make it on my list. You know, Tommy Lee Jones, you can never go go wrong with him. And, you know, the storyline, uh, you know, it's not like it hasn't been done before, but, you know, they, they did it well. And the name is kind of throws you off, but it's the name of the boat. You know, we talked about it on the show. But, yeah, um, I would, you know, to, 2023 didn't have a lot of options as far as movies, in my opinion. Um, and, you know, there was a couple other ones that I was thinking that could have maybe been in the, with this, like, Mobland, 
Uh, that's with John Travolta. Um, a couple honorable mentions. Yeah, uh, and uh, Reptile, the one with Justin Timberlake. That was also pretty good, but I think this one was just a little bit better than those. Well, I'm always always find it interesting when we, when we do these top ten of the year lists, like what everyone's like number ten, number nine, number eight is, because I think a lot of a lot of times people think, okay, the big budget blockbusters that that are going to be stealing the that got her got her the most critical acclaim are going to be uh, knocking out like the top three top five spots so to see these bottom of the list picks i'm always finding it interesting like the nice underdog picks that don't get that much attention uh independent movies are killing it yeah. man uh, i know for the year for me i saw i was shooting to get to 100 movies i ended up seeing 94 movies last year uh 61 of them came out in 2023 but 11 of them were documentaries and it takes a lot for a documentary to make my top 10 so really uh, i was just ranking 50 movies here uh, I, I guess for a few quick honorable mentions, I won't really go into detail about them. I'll say that. The Mario Brothers movie, uh, Killers of the Flower Moon, the D&D, Honor Among Thieves, Guardians of the Galaxy, Oppenheimer, Silent Night, Gran Turismo. Those were, I, I always like to do a list tally. I'm like, all right, these are top 10 caliber worthy. They were hard cuts. I had a, all my picks are really, really close this year. But the, the film that got my number 10 spot here was uh, Thanksgiving. Uh, just the, uh, the, the Eli Roth movie. Yeah, the, the, the slash, it's Scream meets Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. So, mm. so you got the cheesy slasher flick at Thanksgiving. They pull in all these corny, dumb Thanksgiving meal and like Thanksgiving uh, tradition puns in there. It's so ridiculous and over the top. And it opens up with a Black Friday shopping opening gone, all kinds of high wire, but in a goofy, dumb, fun way, and it just spirals out of control from there. Uh, I was on board from uh, beginning to end. I liked it just as much as I liked uh, like Cabin in the Woods. So, if you're in for those over the top slasher films, yeah, uh, yeah. Definitely check out Thanksgiving, and I hope they sequel it to death, <laughs> like like Scream. All right, Victor, what's your number nine? Number nine, of course, is the Marsh, the Marsh King. Excuse me, uh, the Marsh King. Now, I know. Uh, I hope all of you have saw this movie. Uh, this is the now, uh, of course, Daisy Ridley. Now, if you don't know who that is, lovely young lady who starred in the Star Wars franchise, you know, as Luke Skywalker's daughter, uh, stars in this movie. Uh, it is about uh, a young woman who lived out in the marsh with her mother and her father. Uh, but the twist of it was, uh, was the crazy thing was that it wasn't her father. This was a guy that kidnapped her and her mother and to thinking that this was her father. But this was a crazy guy who raised her to uh, just live in the marsh. Uh, and it was a really crazy story. And the funny thing is, is that uh, Daisy Ridley, what a great actress she is. Uh, and, and not counting the Star Wars movies, honestly, without those, I mean, she is just phenomenal as an actress. I, I really loved this movie and I loved what it was about uh, just because, you know, it, it really showed us that she could really like hold her own in a movie, especially this is an independent movie. Yeah, I was going to say, this one escaped me. It was a really good one, honestly. If you if you haven't checked it out, uh, please do. Uh, I know it's on Amazon Prime and, and many other streaming services. It's an independent movie, and it's from Lionsgate, and it's really, really good. Uh, and it plus, it, I love the ending of it, too. And it, it kind of makes you... It kind of makes you scared for this young woman, honestly, because she's trying to start a new life and everything. But this so-called father uh, who raised her is just not leaving her alone. And he's just, you know, adamant about getting this girl. And uh, she's pretty tough, man. Like Daisy Ridley, like I said, she's a tough she's a tough hombre. So, I mean, this is a great movie. It's a scary movie. Victor, I love how you have these nice, like, kind of under-the-radar picks, man. I love it. Thank you. Like I said, this is a great movie. Check it out, guys. It's really, really fun. All right. Paul, you're number nine. Uh, 
That would be the creator. I actually just watched this one the other day. I mean to watch that one. I wanted to watch that one because yep. everyone said this really impressed me. I hadn't uh, even really heard about it, uh, but it's about uh, a civilization where AI uh, lives amongst humans. So like the robots, they actually have like personalities, yeah, almost to the point where they have like souls. But the humans, they don't see them that way. They just see it as coding. And what happened is the AI was there to help out civilization, and then they dropped a, a nuke on Los Angeles. But then you find out that uh, the AI is saying that, because now there's this war between AI and the humans, um, but the AI is saying that it's impossible for them to hurt humans, and it was a coding error on the human's part. So uh, in order to, so the, the humans have this, like, flying fortress that they can just, like, wipe out, you know, whatever, you could just call them, like, terrorist cells as far as, like, the AI, like, civilizations. Um but so the AI they create uh, this little girl who's supposed to be like the next AI, and it's because she has the ability to learn and grow beyond her programming. And so you have this human who is sent to go kill her, but then ends up like trying to save her life. Uh, and they you just see the two of them go through this journey of you know the humans hunting him down because he's a traitor, and the AI you know, hunting him down because they have her savior. His funny, his name is actually Joseph. So I think there's a little bit of a reference to kind of like the Bible uh, in that case, but the special effects, I mean, they're up there with avatar. Um, I mean, it was, it was just really well done. A lot of, lot of cool action scenes. The, you know, the way that they use the AI in this movie, you know, because now that we're on the verge of AI ourselves, it, it's it's really interesting. So you see some of them that just look like robots, but then they have other ones that, you know, humans can actually go to, like, a place and they can, like, get paid to have, like, a skin graft so they can have these AI robots, like, have their face. So, yeah, um, I would definitely recommend checking this out. It's a, it's a thrill ride. It's, I, you see so many post-apocalyptic movies and then you mix in the sci-fi elements and supernatural elements to it too with ai and all that it sounds like I, that's another one i missed i didn't see so this is like i want to say was this one you talked about i want to say two three months back or so no a couple of days ago or a couple of days ago okay gotcha yeah, yeah. or what streaming service or theaters um, no streaming um i want to say netflix netflix or if you want to you can buy it actually today if you want to in target. retail yep you yeah. can buy it at target or walmart whenever your retail stores go right on. yeah this was this was definitely a movie i would have saw in the theater if i had known about it oh gosh yeah I was going to say it completely slipped me by here. I, I kind of vaguely maybe recall a preview, but yeah, it's been a while. Well, I will hit my number nine here. Um, this is my final Netflix disc movie I got in the mail a few months ago, and it's uh, it's Plain, the Gerard Butler uh, joint there, yeah, along with Mike Coulter, uh, Mr. Luke Cage himself. Those two teaming up were just like a, a uh, Gerard Butler has to crash land a plane on a random island kind of in the Philippines area there, and it's kind of, it's officially uninhabited but there's it's run by a little local terrorist cell or militia group and they're they're taking the some of the the, the crew and passengers hostage but gerard butler manages to uh slip off and he has to it's up to him to rescue it's like it's like a, a it's like a good dumb you know it's, it's not breaking new ground storyline wise but the act it's like one of those old school throwback action films yeah. uh but if you're in the mood for one of those just nonsensical just all right 
point A, point B, point C. Let's get there in your standard three-act structure. I thought this movie pulls it off well. You know, I, as much as I love the nice, deep prestige movies, uh, some of the longer movies with the deep narratives and all the kind of hooks, mm. uh, it's nice to have these kind of like palate cleanser type movies where, all right, pretty simple, straightforward plot. Let's get me in, get me out. Nice, quick hour and a half, hour, 40-minute jaunt. And yeah, plane delivered in spades. Definitely make sure not to miss out on that one. Very fun. Victor, I'll throw it to you for your number eight. Nah. My number eight, of course, is Transformers, Rise of the Beast. I love Transformers, you guys, and we've talked about this on the show many times. Uh, of course, if you don't know, uh, the wonderful Autobots are back on theaters, and they're kicking ass against, the, of course, the evil Decepticons. But instead of the de- not only Decepticons, uh, they're, taking, they're mixing it up with my old 90s favorite, if you guys ever seen this, uh, you know, Beast Wars. So, you know, the Predacons, and, you know, they're they're. Going, going against their evil nemesis, uh, of course. And funny thing, too, they're also mixing it from the original 80s cartoon movie, Transformers the Movie. Uh, so you'll see Unicron in there. You'll see RC. You'll see a lot of old 80s uh, from the original uh, 80s uh, movie. So I thought that was really cool. So good in the references. And not only that, but you'll see many of the beasts from Beast Wars in there. It's too bad Rapticon was not so, in there because I really wish he would have been in there. But So I know as a, we kind of talked about it. I know we had a pretty in-depth review of it on that episode but if i remember right it, it was hitting all the transformer diehard fan uh bones just right for you oh it was so cool like honestly and not only that but it it, it was so cool to get peter cullen and if you all don't know who that is he not only was the voice of e uh of eeyore from uh winnie the pooh but he was the uh, commanding voice of you know optimus prime and it was so cool to have him back in the franchise and it was so cool just because i mean his commanding voice yeah it's it just it's so it's so awesome now there's been i believe if you count bumblebee i believe what eight and this movie i want to say eight live action transformers movies would you say this would be your top three i would say this would be top three honestly because not only that but i mean don't get me wrong Michael Bay, I love him as a director. Uh, he with even without the Transformers uh, franchise in his name, uh, but he did executive produce. So I mean, I gotta give him props on that because honestly, without these movies, we wouldn't have got the wonderful Bumblebee movie with Haley Steinfeld and John Cena, and we wouldn't have gotten this movie and a certain. Uh, other American heroes will be appearing if you, uh, oh, like yeah. I said. Man, so, that had a fun twist. Like yeah. I said, so I'm very excited for that. Uh, if you know, I'm a very uh, big fan of both these franchises. I grew up with these franchises, so I can't wait for the next one. Oh, Victor, I dig your pick. I, You know, the Transformer movies are just popcorn flicks for me. I can't... I, I, I didn't hate it, but, you know, I didn't love it either. But you know, it, was, it was decent to see in the theaters. Uh, Paul, we'll throw it to you. You're number eight. Uh, so my number eight was uh, The Iron Claw. Iron Claw, yeah, that just hit theaters. I saw it. Uh, That's the one I want to see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, I mean, I'm not a huge wrestling fan like, you know, you or Icky. Um, But, you know, to have a good drama is pretty hard to find. And Zac Efron, I mean, he went above and beyond to, to really make this character, you know, come come yeah, to life i love that. yeah he I got mean, super shredded oh yeah he's he's huge in this um yeah. you know yeah. it's, a, it's a tragic story and everything but it was just really well done it really kind of you know makes you feel like you're you're there you yeah. know you can resonate with the characters and everything and for them to, to pull that off in a drama movie like this is pretty tough is there if i throw my thoughts on it too since it, it made my list will be coming up later but since we're talking about it uh you know i'm a diehard ardent wrestling fan for damn near my entire life but uh uh yeah that it, it, it's kind of like the wrestler uh from about 15 years ago yeah, where it, 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 Rourke, yeah, yeah. It, it, it's 
being respectful to the product and sure wrestling has this over the top hijinks and they have a little bit of that in there but this is like a serious uh serious portrayal and you know um, for people who don't know the story of the Von Erich wrestling family, it's it has the highest of highs and the lowest of lows. Mm. I'm like, oh my god, how are they going to capture the lows? And uh, I'm thinking your average theater goer when when they see this film, they're, when they think it can't get any worse, it keeps getting worse and worse and worse. And it got so bad, like they had to leave some stuff out because the real life story is so bad they didn't have time to put it all in here. Mm. But they got in the big the, what they needed to get in here, and it had. Uh, Paul Curious, I like the one of the final scenes in the movie there where uh, without giving too much away, you know, where kind of like uh one of the big uh reunions, so to speak, there. I thought it was a gut punch and a yeah. half. I was tearing up like crazy, uh, just because I was thinking, there's no way they're gonna pull this off without this being cheesy. Uh no, no, they got me. They got me good. And I it was only like ten people in the theater. It was like during the holidays when it came out. Uh no one got up right away. I think I needed a good like three minutes to compose myself. I know you you, you texted me. You, you said you had the whole theater to yourself. Yep, I was the only one in there. <laughs> oh man, That's so. awesome. it's always awesome <laughs> yeah. to have the theater all to yourself. I had those moments many times. Yeah, and, and and if you don't mind, if I may throw my two cents in here, um, I was very excited for this movie. Uh, not only Zac Efron was in this, but Jeremy Allen White, and what yeah, a ter- ter- White, I mean, what yeah. a terrific actor he is. I love the this the the amazingness that everyone pulled in this movie because let's face it this was this was a story about brothers in, yeah. in a family movie and honestly i was very excited to see that everybody pulled their resources and i love that oh, actually uh, a real wrestler i forget um and i'll yeah they had uh, a bunch of real wrestlers yeah, uh kind of portraying some of the lesser wrestlers in the movie yeah, yeah and the fact that they train these guys to be this way he's like these guys are when you see these uh, guys in the ring they are not yeah. real wrestlers but they but the guy yeah. who trained them to be these kinds of way they were chavel grower oh my gosh Grower was yeah. one of the main trainers yeah for actors yeah, and, in yeah and he said they were just phenomenal yeah. to train man and yeah i, I really appreciate wrestling is way more of the backdrop there's a couple of scenes where there's a couple big matches in the career they focus on but for the most part i think like the actual in-ring wrestling product is only like what five percent of this movie would you say that's fair paul maybe ten percent no i'd say it's probably more like 30 30 percent yeah yeah well it seems like more like the story of the behind the scenes of the family like maybe training for big matches and stuff like that but uh yeah yeah i absolutely love this movie director sean durkin did a hell of a job for like his second major motion picture just knocked it out of the park but uh uh, i guess i'll jump to my number eight pick here for me um i'll make it short here since i just kind of went on a bit for uh uh for uh the iron claw but for me it's cocaine bear uh gosh i don't know how i go from talking to the iron claw to cocaine bear but they made a a slasher flick loosely based off a true story about a bear fighting its way into this uh uh, just kind of stashed away cocaine and going nuts and killing a bunch of innocent park goers and they made Mm. it into a a heck of a slasher comedy uh yeah just seeing where what would they do next what's going to happen next Uh, they kept upping the ante and they kept pulling it off and the way they got creative with it and it's it's, it's crazy that it's going to be one of Ray Liotta's final films, but he God, was a hell of a villain in it. I thought he, yeah, just everyone did what they needed to do, and I thought it was, yeah, yeah, just a, a great dumb fun uh, action slasher comedy in all the worst fun ways possible. My number eight pick, Cocaine Bear. Victor, I'll throw it to you for your number seven. Um, my number seven, of course, uh, is The Flash. Uh, now, I know many of you have uh, heard the controversy, so I'll skip that, you know, of Ezra Miller. Despite that... Yeah, uh, yeah we're just that, focusing on the movies. Yeah, I was about to, Despite that, like I said, despite all that, uh, you guys, I got to tell you, you know, as a, as a massive fan of uh, this character, I cannot believe that they got my main man, the... the, the 
the God himself, Michael Keaton, to come back as the Batman. I mean, and, and the, the fact that they got, to, like, it was such, it was a little kid moment for me, honestly, to see, like, Ezra Miller pull back that sheet and got to see the original 1989 Batmobile. I was like, oh, let's go, bro. Yeah. And he was doing the Batwing as well. And I was like... This is this is amazing. He's flying. He's yeah. he's got the suit on. I was can't believe that. They hit all the nostalgia marks for this one. Oh, it was yeah. so crazy. Like I said, Michael Keaton saved that movie. So shout out to Michael Keaton for coming back all those years later, man. Because Michael Keaton. Yes. I am Batman. Oh gosh. Yeah. Nuts. <laughs> oh man. Uh, yeah. Yeah. What what a pick, Victor. The Flash. Yeah. That was like their big uh, almost Avengers Endgame type film. So I'll be curious to see where they go from here with the DC universe here. Same, same man. Uh, Paul, you're number seven. Uh, Indiana Jones. Yeah. Hey, actually, it was my number seven also. All right. Yeah. yeah. Woo, double applause. It. What, 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 what was how did Why did it make your list? Um, it was just, you know, it was a roller coaster ride from beginning to end. It, they, you know, put a good end to the Indiana Jones franchise with mm. um, Harrison Ford. And, you know, the... It, you know, they brought back a lot of the stuff from the original ones, some of the original characters. and the, Yeah, some people I didn't think were going to come back. Yeah, yeah and then the, C, the CG, you know, to make them look young. And, you know, it, this was, to me, you know, what a, I would call a Hollywood movie yeah. would be. Yeah, like a, a AAA blockbuster uh, special effects and, like, swashbuckling uh, vintage style of Indiana Jones action where you get those hints of comedy throughout where... It's not like a total comedy, some kind of serious action, but uh, you're, you're kind of not really thinking Indiana Jones is going to die at any moment, even if he has a gigantic 100-ton boulder chasing him from behind. Yep. Yeah, I thought they delivered it on like the larger-than-life aspects, especially the little twists they did at the end there and, and just where the direction they took it. Uh, yeah. still got the swashbuckling it. action still delivered. I'm with you, Paul. Uh, the way they did the, 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 the flashback at the beginning of the film to have, they must have, the, those poor CG animators must have been working triple overtime to have Harrison Ford look like he did back in vintage 80s Indiana Jones mode for that whole first like, what, 20, 30 minutes of the film. Because uh, he, he was in his 30s when he started. He I was Say, yeah, sounds about right. 81, he was in, no, yeah, 83 yeah, was yeah. the first indie movie. Yeah, Maybe 80? Like, yeah. yeah, he was in his 30s. Yeah, it was. Yeah, they they delivered. I, I think it's right up there with the core trilogy of films. So, yeah, big time Indiana Jones, Dalve Destiny. Anything else to say about it, Paul, before we move along here? No, no, let's move on. All right, Victor, you're number six. My number six, of course, happens to be Killers of the Flower Moon. Martin Scorsese comes back with his classic uh, collaborations with Leonardo DiCaprio and, of course, the great Robert De Niro. Man, I got to tell you, dudes, like Martin Scorsese, man, that guy just he just never quits. And this movie was so beautifully done. The 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 cinematography, the the story of uh just was so powerful in this movie. This was not a happy movie, but it was such a beautifully made movie, and I can't believe that, like, all, everyone pulled their resources together to come back and work with the great Martin Scorsese again. Uh, If you don't know, uh, the the story of... uh, you know, this, these Indians uh, who were very, very, uh, very rich of this time, um, and they were the Osage, basically. These guys were very rich Indians, and uh, they had some troubling times because they had a lot of diseases that were happening to their families, and uh, these these white guys really wanted their money. And it was not to go in too deep with it, but uh, it's a very powerful story, man, and it's a very, very loving 
I know you did a more crazy story, in-depth, but... detailed review on the show here a few months ago. Yes. Here, I recommend everyone refer to that to get the full rundown on from you. I saw it too. It was one of my honorable mentions. I, I absolutely loved it. Uh, not one of my. I, I have more favorite Martin Scorsese films, but this is still an, another banger from Scorsese. Yes, and it, I, I can't tell you how how excited I was when he came back uh, all those years to make another one. This was like going back to his uh, his movie Silence, uh, and I was really excited for for that one. So if you guys haven't seen this in theaters. Go check it out because you are going to be blown away. All right. Great pick, Victor. We'll throw it to Paul here for his number six. That would be Cocaine Bear. Yay! Ah. (laughs) Anything else from what I I had there to go on there? You you just can't go wrong. I mean, it's just hilarious. I just love these. I mean, you almost call it like a B B movie, but, you know, it was – it just makes you laugh. Yeah. A, a you know. really, really good, just, yeah, five-star B movie. Besides yeah. the parts where he just, like, tears this dude yeah. apart in a tree. Standout moment from the film that really just tickled your funny bone. Uh, 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 right now, I can't think of one off the top of my head. It's For me, that, that that poor ambulance scene, those those paramedics. Oh, yeah, They're, they're just trying to oh help people. Oh, yeah, that's right. Right when you think they're able to escape and get away, nope, the bear puts the kibosh to him. <laughs> the name itself, I yeah. mean, so it says it all. Yeah. Oh, my gosh, yeah. It, it definitely delivers. It definitely delivers. Uh my number six, I'm going with Knock at the Cabin, the oh. Shyamalan movie from this year. Uh, you know, Shyamalan right. is very hit and very missed with me. This one, he definitely hit way more smaller, kind of a bottle, movie in a bottle movie. I love those type of movies. Same. Very small setting where, you know, they, they have this, this family's just trying to enjoy a, fam, a family vacation in the woods there. And then the cabin in the woods, if that's your film setting, that does not go right. Uh, and it turns up in, into being almost a post-apocalyptic movie. And all right, where they're going to go with it, Batista is amazing as this leader of this cult that's terrorizing this family. And you're just thinking, no, no, there's got to be more to it than this. There's no way this is what they're saying is going to be. The end of the world's not coming in. But, and they keep giving you teases, making you doubt their disbelief. But the way uh, uh, M. Night Shyamalan has his type, he has his very gratuitous type of camera angles and cinematography to keep you scratching your finger. But sometimes it really works. Sometimes it really doesn't. This one, it really worked. And it pretty much had me hooked from beginning to end. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm surprised it ranked this high for me, but when I was looking back on the year, Knock with the Cabin, definitely, yeah, uh, number six, top ten movie of the year for me. Dude, but, I love that movie. Yeah. It's really good. And Batista, oh, my God, man. Yeah, what will film. Well, we are at the halfway point through our top ten movies of the year here after our top uh, ten through six picks here. Uh, we're going to take a little break, and then we got a special treat for you coming up, if you remember what we did last year for our top ten movie of the year special. But before we get to that, uh, we're, we have some special words from our friends at Redemption Shield. Have you noticed the ever-alarming 400,000 cell towers that have gone up in the United States alone? How about the electronics that reside in every room of our homes and Wi-Fi that runs 24-7? 5G cell phones are carried in our pockets hours on end. Common complaints are ringing in the ear, sleep deprivation, palpitations, headaches, memory loss, and so much more. Redemption Shield is on the cutting edge of offering products that protect your family from electromagnetic and micro microwave radiation. Start protecting yourself now. Go to redemptionshield.com and get grounded and shielded today. Use code GFBS and save 10%. redemptionshield.com. Have you noticed All right, we are back. Uh, for our top 10 <laughs> movies of the year spectacular to your anniversary show of big screens and TV streams we are putting Ka- Katie through the producer grinder thank you so much Katie for just 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 coming in today and helping us out we'd be lost without you <laughs> yay Katie yes. yeah, give Katie the applause button Woo! all right 
Well, Katie, Paul, Victor, are you guys in? You remember what we did last year for our one-year anniversary special? Yes, I did. Yes. Oh, yeah. So we took a break halfway through. we got to keep up the tradition. We are doing our... I went to the, the website Jeopardy Lab. I believe it's JeopardyLabs.com. Create your own Jeopardy board. Kind of like our year year end recap for our, our big screens and TV streams two year anniversary quiz. So yeah, we are going to get that going. And uh, yeah, this is going. This is this is going to be just all kinds of crazy. Uh, Katie, if you want to go ahead and load up the board here, I will. Uh, and then uh, it's it's too bad we can't have the Jeopardy or, music or, copyright in general. Or whoops. Oh yep. There you go. Oh, one more. There we go. Oh, no, one more. There you go. That one. Boom. So I think it should be the display scene. Yep. There we go. Look at that. I I, I was doing my dumb pre-production stuff, so I hope these names work. Paul, we did a little uh, behind-the-scenes Jeopardy round last week. Uh, I just went with your same gamer tag as last time. Phenomenanya. <laughs> so give it up for Phenomenanya. How are you feeling about your movie knowledge for the year? Uh... Pretty good. Yeah, you got this. You got this. Okay, uh, I might have to take this out just because I'm going to have to see what's going on here. Yeah, it's all right, Victor. We won't have the video. Well, we're just going to have the Jeopardy board for this whole thing here. Okay, so. good, because I'm going to have to get So there you go. Vic, I don't know if this if you will approve of this nickname. I just thought of something corny. I remember the old Carmen San Diego show. I remember one of the henchmen in that show was Vic the Slick. I yeah. don't remember that, so I just went with Vic the Slick for you. Is that hell, okay? Hell yeah, that's it makes me feel like Slick Rick, so I'm like, hell oh, yeah. Heck yeah. Slick Rick, Vic the Slick, hell all yeah. for it. Katie is a person of many monikers, many yeah. nicknames. I just combined a couple of them. The Killer Shocker. There's Katie. a lot of them. I love that one. Are you, are you guys all feeling pretty good about the, your year in movies? Oh, hell so, yeah. I'm ready to go. So here you go. We got three categories. And we got to keep it like Jeopardy. Final category. It's not worth 200. We all remember how Final Jeopardy works. We'll worry about that when we get there. So we got, for people just listening to the audio version, we have uh, movie concessions is one category. Cinema 101 is another category. It's kind of a little bit of a potpourri, a little bit of miscellaneous, all everything. And then we have big screens moments, uh, moments from the show from the past year. Three questions for each category. Yeah, so um, why don't you guys uh, pick a number 1 through 10, and whoever's closest will get control of the board. I have a number specifically in mind. Actually, scratch that, 1 through 20. 1 through 20. We got we to gotta grader the odds a little bit. I got a number in mind. Go. 7. All right, Paul? 10. Victor? Ten. Katie? Whoever gets it first. Oh! Fourteen. Paul? Eighteen. Victor? You can't say the same number as me again. I know, but (laughs) I know, which sucks. Uh, Seventeen. Katie? Um, Nineteen. Paul? Five. Victor? Six. Katie? Four. Paul? One. Victor? Two. Katie? Eleven. Paul? Thirteen. Victor, fourteen. You guys are all so close. Katie, Twelve. yes, yes. <laughs> no, I don't want to. Oh. All right, Katie, you got control of the board. God damn it. <laughs> you got control of the board, Katie. Where uh, would you like to start us off with? Well, what? Actually, hey, some of these I made pretty general here, and these are all multiple choice, by the way. And it's like la- it's like last year. You buzz in by saying your name, and you have as soon as you buzz in. I stop reading the question if you buzz in before I finish reading the question, and you only have three seconds to answer A, B, C, or D. So, so, so there you go. All right, Katie. Let's go. Movie concessions, one hundred. So, movie concessions for one hundred points. As per a poll from the website National Today, 
Aside from classic butter, this is the next most popular popcorn flavor. Phenomenanya. Uh, Phenomenanya. Three, two. Caramel corn. One. Cheddar. Well, no, no, Victor, you got to buzz him by saying your name. Oh, sorry. You got to wait for me to clarify so, if, sorry, if sorry, Paul uh, is right so, or wrong. So, Paul, what was your answer again? Sorry. C, caramel corn. So, C, caramel corn. Victor, what, 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 Victor? Slick Rick, it was supposed to, it was cheddar. No, no. Well, Katie, I'm just going to let you answer here right now, too, killer. since Victor jumped the gun. What's your answer? I'm killer Shocker, A, kettle corn. A, kettle corn. So. Sorry, the, I got the, too eager. So, the answer is white cheddar i was so close i was so close victor i'm sorry what? i cannot award points no! since you jumped the gun too fast oh, come on, I was so close. <laughs> white cheddar so yes, white cheddar barely I was is so close. the most popular so i was wrong oh, all right cheddar is the og i was it was right that's why i was like i was robbed dang you jeopardy oh my gosh Okay. Oh shoot, Katie. I may need the keyboard. Actually, shoot. I'm sorry. <gasps> I need. Yeah. Come it's on. not letting me click escape to continue. Or if. Oh. Yeah. <sighs> that's such a. Yeah. That's such a cop out. God damn you, Jeopardy. Right. Oh shoot. Oh wait. No, actually, I think I know what I did. I I I was just in the wrong window. Oh. Whoops. There we go. Sorry, Katie. You still have control of the board. Oh, let's do. Cinema for 200. Cinema for 200. Paul oh, took a quick time late. out here. We'll wait for him to come back here good. real quick. So, uh, so, so, yeah, movie concessions is crazy. I found a few polls for some crazy movie so snacks. Rough. But no, it's all right. Hey, you know, if, if you need a refresher, Victor, if, if a person buzzes in, make sure you give them a chance to answer and wait for me to see if they got it right or wrong before you buzz in. And make sure to buzz in by saying your name. Fair, so, fair enough. Sorry, that's, I should I should have emphasized the rules a little bit more. Jeopardy, it just gets it gets the best of us sometimes, right? It does. Like I said, yeah. I was pretty hyped, so that's why. Oh, it's all good, all good. So it's all right. We got this. Cinema one hundred and one for two hundo. <laughs> Katie, Katie's face. Yeah. Here we go. Harrison Ford presented this year's Best Picture Oscar for everything, everywhere, all at once. Two. Ki Huey Kwan. It was a heartwarming moment because these two actors shared the screen in Kwan's cinema debut in this Indiana Jones film. Temple of Doom. Victor. I did. Come on. I did. I did. It's like pa- Paul buzzed in first and you proceeded <sighs> to answer over him. God Victor. <laughs> Come on. I love you, Victor. But <sighs> please let, let me acknowledge who buzzed in first Sorry. and let that person answer. Sorry. Sorry. Victor, I love you. Sorry. Sorry, bud. B what? Temple of Doom. What B the? Temple of Doom. What the hell, Jesus? You didn't even help me out at all. <laughs> Survey says yes. Ding, ding, ding. All right. Should have got that point because I knew it, but whatever. Sorry, Victor. Sorry. There's Sorry. two points that I was robbed of, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. He's, he's got to make sure you know, the, the, the Jeopardy etiquette. That's all. Oh. Yeah. Sorry, Victor. I wish we had buzzers. That would have made it so much easier because I'd be like dinging like. Yeah. Dude. Yeah. Shoot. Cinema 101. Cinema 101. 100. From 100. This year, the AMC 10 closed its door in Grand Forks. It first opened in Grand Forks as the Midco 10 in what year? A, 1994, B, 1991, C, 1988, or D, 1998? Phenomenon, Paul, what is your answer? A, 1994. A, 1994. Where's my mouse cursor? Oh, there it is. Survey says that is correct. Heck Yeah. 
I remember I, I was there opening week. I was, yeah, gosh, the kiddo. And I remember I saw Three Ninjas kick back its very first week. What a dumb, stupid memory to retain all these years. Great movie, though. Yes. All right, Paul, you have control of the board. You're in the lead. 200. Cinema 300. Cinema for 300. We are down to only one drive-in remaining in the Grand Forks vicinity located just outside of Warren, Minnesota. It Killer is the... Shocker. Sho- Killer Shocker. What is your answer? Three. C. Two. The Skyview Drive-In C survey says... I follow yes. them on Facebook and I see what movies they play. Me weekly. too. Oh, have you ever been there? Yeah, I have. Oh, what, what have you seen there? Oh, I think it was Cars 2. Cars 2. I always try to make there yeah. once a year. I've been doing that the last several years. Yeah, I saw... Sound of Freedom of all the movies to see at the drive-in this last year. That was a movie I saw there. Great movie. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Cars uh, 2 or the Freedom one? So, uh, well, the, uh, oh. the Sounds of Freedom. That, oh, not the, no. the car 2 was, was so good. I love that movie, though, too. Heck, yeah. Yeah. Great driving. If you haven't been there, definitely check it out. Katie, you got control of the board. Hey, you actually, and you got the lead. Yeah. That's funny. Uh, we'll do big screen moments. Yeah, one hundo. One hundo. Big screen moments. What movie was Victor, who's exempted from this question, super excited for almost slick, every week slick, for nearly a year break. on the show before it was finally on? Slick break, slick break, Slick break, it was Blue Beetle! It was oh Blue Beetle, God. for Christ's sake! It was Blue Beetle, and I said Slick Rick. For Christ's sake, I did it. You're exempt from this one. You're oh, exempt. Ah, oh, come on. We, we, I, I've done questions like this before where a person is part of the question, they're exempted oh, yeah. from the question. Oh, come yeah. on, that's such a cop-out. Oh, All gosh. right. Fine. Sorry, Victor. See you, Blue Beetle. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, he said it. Yeah. Yeah, because I was, I was like, well, sh- son of a. Sorry, Victor. No, I, I did. We did this on the sports show. Almost everyone had a question related to them, where they, and then I make sure to put them there uh-huh. exempted. Nothing personal. I just thought it was such a great moment from the show, just you being super excited each and every episode for what, like almost a year, I think, by the Pretty time much. it came time for the review. But uh, still a great movie, yeah. ladies and gentlemen, if you haven't seen it. That's all right. Still plenty of show left here. Anyone's game. Paul, you got control sure the board. <laughs> Yeah, look at all these points, man. We got Final Jeopardy. Like, I got like no points. Hey, My movie concessions for two hundred. Movies concessions for two hundred. The River Cinema concession stand has all the following available except A hot dogs, B nachos, Slick Vic, C, Ca- sl- Slick Vic. What is your answer? It is three. It is French fries. Two. D French fries. Do the, the River Cinema concessions not have French fries available? Survey says that is correct. Yes, Victor. I was thinking, I'm like, why are French fries at a movie? Yeah, yeah that's but they do have it at of course uh, over over at the restaurant they do but they don't have it actually in the oh, movie theater which okay. is kind of crazy because i kind of want french fries at a, at a movie cinema now that i yeah, think about that, it that's what i want too yeah. that's what i want too but uh, oddly enough they don't have that so in due time I, mcdonald's french fries yeah oh those are good if they're if they're prepared hot and ready for you then they're a kick-ass victor you got control of the board nice okay uh i'll choose big screens for uh big screen moments for 200 200 Dale, Victor, and Icky Ichabod ran down their top three slasher films on the January 11th episode of 2023. Which of the following movies did not make their lists? Was it A, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, B, Scream, C, Slumber Party Massacre, or D, Blood Feast? Uh, Slick V, Slick V for, uh, it was D's, uh, Blood, Blood Fest. Was that the one that did not make the list? Survey says... Sorry, Victor. That is incorrect. Oh, was it? Yes. All right. Back at zero. Dang it. Anyone else? Three, two, one. Phenomenonia. Okay, Phenomenonia. You got three left here. Three, two. Slumber Party Massacre. 
Slumber Party Massacre survey says... No. No, because we did talk about Katie, that Katie, you're down to two left. Three. Two. You don't have to. Three. Two. Oh. One. Oh. Zero. Wait. Uh, Are you going to take a guess? No. Slick, no. Okay. Slick, All right. Slick V. Uh, Slick Victor. V. It, is, it, was, it was B Scream. It was B Scream. Well, it, it was... That is correct. Yes, but you already guessed. <laughs> sorry, Victor. so I don't get the points. Yeah, no, not I, after that first guess. Sorry. sorry, I got too eager again. It's all right. No, it's all right. You're the last one left there, so it's all ah. all for the fun of it. It's all good. It's all right, Victor. You still have control of the board, though. Hell yeah! Uh, big screen moments for three hundred. <laughs> big screen moments for three hundred. On the June twenty second. Fairground special episode, Victor had his most ambitious <gasps> figure of the week special yet, where he busted out a Turtles Castle Fort, along with how many Turtles figures that, against all odds, managed to stay perfectly standing up and knocked up, not knocked over from wind throughout the entire show. Was it A, 41 figures, B, 46 figures, C, 52 figures, or D, 63 figures. I rewatched this a couple days ago. I paused this. Uh, I paused the show and counted each and every single one of the figures that were standing up on the table. Five, four, three, uh, two. Slick V. Uh, it was uh, forty. <laughs> it was forty-six. Because uh, I'm because I was counting. Because I was like, what? Okay, so it has all right. Forty-six. Survey says. Yes, it is yes. 46. I knew because I was counting in my head. I was like, yes, yeah, Oh, my gosh. Victor, that is a crazy, crazy, astute memory. Hell yeah. All right. TMNT, baby. That, yeah, how they they all managed not to get knocked over out in the open air. That was just stupendous. All I right. know my action figures. Last question on the board. Movie concessions for 300 points. According to a 2022 poll from the cinema website Fandango, this is the most popular movie theater candy. Is it A, Twizzlers? B, M&M's, C, Peanut M&M's, or D, Junior Mints? Phenomenon, yeah. Paul, you're the first to buzz in. Three. B, M&M's. B, M&M's, survey says. That is incorrect. Uh, Three. Slick V. Two. Uh, Victor. It, it is uh, Twizzlers. A, Twizzlers. Twizzlers, survey says. Actually, yeah, yeah there you go. Got my Twizzlers. All right. There you go. So, we are going to continue on to Final Jeopardy. Paul, since you are in the hole, usually that would eliminate anyone, but I will let you wager up to 500 points for the sake of friendly competition. Katie, Paul, Victor, this is how Final Jeopardy works. You guys silently, right, once you see the category Final Jeopardy will be in, write down what you want to wager for point values. Don't reveal how many. Oh, shoot. You can reveal... Everyone can wager up to uh, 500 points, except Victor, you have 600, so you could wager 600 points. Oh, hell yeah. Okay. So, here's your final Jeopardy category. Oppenheimer. Oh. All right. Oh, here we go. Here we everyone go. Saw, everyone, <laughs> everyone, call grandma. everyone, everyone, enter your wager silently, enter your wager, and then I will r- reveal the question. Oh, wait, I can't. I oh, here you go. I was about to say, I don't have a pen. You guys need a pen? Paul, I need a pen? There you go. All right. And so this will be the categories based on the movie Oppenheimer. Thank you for the pen. All right. Everyone got their wager? All right. Here you go. Oh, no. Here's your pen, Mac. Thank you. It's all right. In the movie Oppenheimer, director Christopher Nolan casted all but which one of the following best actor Oscar winners in small roles in this film? Was it A, Rami Malek, B, Sean Penn, C, Gary Oldman, or D, Casey Affleck? You have... 30 seconds to silently enter your answer on your sticky note, and we will all reveal your answers together. So, 
have the this video game music go for 30 seconds here and then we will reveal each other's answers does everyone have an answer put everyone ready yes. Paul mm -hmm. all right there goes the music all right let's first see everyone's wagers and answers Victor you have wagered 600 600 and you picked Sean Penn Paul you wagered 500 and you picked Sean Penn Katie you wagered I've wagered <laughs> 125. 125, and you picked D, D. Casey Affleck. Yeah. Well, unfortunately, Casey Affleck is wrong, so I can't deduct. It's all right. It's all good. I can't deduct in 25 intervals, so I'll just take a. Uh, well, you got 200, uh, not okay. 100. Uh, but Paul and Victor, you are correct. It yes. is Sean Penn. Hell yeah. He was the only Oscar winner that was not in the film of the ones listed here. So you both. Get, Paul, you get 500 points. That gets you up to 300 above. Victor, you what? You wagered six hundred. Yes. So that gets you at twelve hundred. You win. Yes. But guess what? You guys are all winners. Woohoo! Your fabulous prize. Oh. This victory, you get to pick first. I oh, just hell yeah. guess what? Valentine's candy is out now. So oh. pick your favorite Valentine's candy. Victor, you won, so you get to pick first. We got Twicker, Twix, Snickers, and Reese, Reese's peanut butter cups. What would you like? Gotta always pick my favorite Reese's butter cup. Thank all right. you. I always love me Thank some you. Reese's peanut butter. All right, Paul, you're always second. Snickers or Twix? I always gotta pick my Reese's peanut butter. I'll do the Twix. Twix. Yeah. Katie, do you like Snickers? Yes, I all do. All right, yeah. there you go. Everyone wins. Woo! Everyone wins on big screens this is and so TV screens. Awesome. I'm the only person that doesn't care for Reese's. Are you, Reese's, are you really? Yes, I'm serious. Reese's pieces. I don't many like. How him? does everyone say Reese's? Reese's. I say Reese's. both ways. I say both. both. Yeah. yeah, I say both. They're interchangeable, but yeah, I there mean, there is our second annual uh, uh, yeah, oh, yeah Jeopardy trivia rundown. Thank you, everyone. Heck yeah! This is so cool. I won the second year, even though I missed yeah. a couple points. I was like, "This is my second year of winning." I want to thank the academy. Thank the academy. I oh want to thank gosh. the academy. Oh my gosh! Well, Victor, big congrats huh, to you. Or with the academy. There you go. You earned those Reese's pieces. <laughs> I, I want to thank Jim Henson. <laughs> but uh, we are going to pick things up where we left off here with our movie countdown of the year. Uh, we got, we still got five more picks left each of us. So let's try and keep this to thirty seconds each. Yes. Uh, keep speeding things along here. So Victor, I will throw it to you first. Your number five pick of the year. Number five pick, of course, because we were talking about video game movies, the Super Mario Brothers. And of course, what is better than Jack Black singing Peaches? Oh gosh. Peaches, 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 peaches. Come on, I mean, come on. That, that that's enough said. <laughs> oh gosh, yeah. Super Mario Brothers movie. What what a film. They captured the Mario spirit. Definitely oh, great pick, so, Victor. Oh, they did so great on that movie. Thank you, <laughs> Paul. You're number five. Mario Brothers. Mario, hell, hey, hell there you yeah. go. Double pick. Double, hell yeah. Double pick. What? I think last year we only had one movie that crossed over for all of our lists with Top Gun Maverick. So what? What about Super Mario Brothers did for you? Oh, they just really hit the mark on you know really. Covering the the Mario universe, oh, was so cool! And uh, John, what is it, John Daly and Chris Pratt? Yeah, they did great jobs as the voiceovers. Um, yeah, it was just entertaining. It was a great one to watch with the kids. Yeah. Oh, Charlie Day, I believe, was Luigi, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. Luigi. Yeah. 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 Jack Black, Bowser. Oh my gosh. Yeah. They they did a great job. It was my honorable mention. I loved it. Oh, yeah. It was so kick ass. Yeah. My number five, John Wick Chapter Four. Ooh. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That movie. It, it, I keep thinking they can't outdo themselves. Uh, I don't know if I'd say it's my favorite of all four John Wick movies. It's definitely up there, though. Uh, yeah. They, 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 the way they introduced that blind. Uh, is, uh, is he a good guy? Is he a bad guy? Is he with him? Is he not mm -hmm. with them? And just the way they keep 
topping themselves with yeah. all these crazy action scenes. I will never think of a stairwell the same again. The sword play was yeah, kick-ass. sword play. Yeah, oh my God. poor Keanu Reeves and that stairwell of doom. <laughs> it, it just had his number, and just watching that all come to be and how they wrapped up that movie. Yeah, definitely thumbs up with John Wick Chapter Four. Victor, your number four. My number four, of course, is Barbie. Uh, I love this movie. They Greta Gerwig and her lovely boyfriend Noah Baumbach, who are very great directors, both in their own right. I mean, you, you couldn't get better with, I mean, Margot Robbie, Ryan Gosling, I mean, oh my gosh. And the fact that they put the song, uh, which I know you've all heard before, by, uh, of course, Match 2020, is so funny. Push. I mean, come on. That's that's just a kick-ass song. I still need to see it. I saw it's now streaming on uh, HBO Max. Yes. Uh, I kind of told myself I kind of just wanted to see it just to get on the cultural zeitgeist. It kind of, but... Eventually, I will. Plus, what a way to turn you know a figure into a great movie! Like you took something that was already a big phenomenon of its day, and you you made it. So, congratulations! That movie was kick ass. Paul, you're number four. Sisu. Ooh, yeah. Yeah, I, Sisu. That was that like alternate World War II history one, right? Yeah, this movie was just awesome. I don't think the guy the guy says one line. I think in the entire movie. Oh, yeah. those are <laughs> great! He's silent throughout the entire yes. movie. He only says one word. It's <laughs> like Nicholas Cage in Wally's Wonderland. The cinematography in this was just great. The guy is just a total badass. God, he's so cool. Yeah. <laughs> is that man. A silent film? No, it, it might as well have been because he doesn't like like we said. He doesn't oh. say a word except just for like one the, word. The, in the main the entire star movie. doesn't say anything. He doesn't say oh. one word except for the, gotcha. almost the, the movie. But yeah, he's got what the is it the Nazis chasing him down? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, that's another one I still need to see. So, Sisu, what a pick. I need to ask another one I need to see. My number four, uh, Godzilla, minus one, which oh, we just yeah. reviewed on, like, the last episode. Yeah, I kind of like I reemphasize what I stated the last episode. I'm not a huge Godzilla fan, but it kind of hits the staples for what you kind of think casual theater goers would remember Godzilla to be, kind of going back to the costume and just, like, by the way they capture his level of scope of action and destruction just is through the roof and somehow attaching a great human storyline to it too with having the backdrop focusing on Japan and the survivors of uh, World War II and like shame and culture and just the way they were to wrap that around and have it all come full circle at the end just a fantastic movie these top five picks for me were all like just barely nudging each other out I pretty much all my top fives are all number ones for me so Godzilla minus one my number four pick Victor, top uh, three you're on now. Um, of course, I got to keep the competition going because it was a co- in competition with Barbie. Of course, it was Oppenheimer. Uh, Christopher Nolan, who is the most incredible filmmaker ever. I mean, all great cast, like, just like Barbie. Great cast. You mean you? I mean, Killian Murphy. You got Robert. I mean, you got Robert Downey Jr. You got uh, like just Casey Affleck. You got all these guys coming all just to talk about the atomic bomb. And I mean, the atomic bomb scenes, man. It was so cool. Like, first it's silent, and then just boom, just big action. And it was so cool just to talk about this amazing creator of the atomic bomb. So, yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm with you. Yeah, it was one of my honorable mentions. Yeah, a lot of hard, hard cuts I had to make for this year's list. Great pick, Victor. Paul, you're number three. Uh, Avatar Way of Water. Ooh, I love that one. That was one of the very first ones of 2023. It was. was it tw- wasn't it 22, 2022 no, film? No. no. Okay. It was, came out no. in January. Was it yeah, January? It came out, yeah, it came okay, out in January. Shoot. For some reason, pushed, I guess I was thinking it was 2022. Because it, it got pushed back, and then they had to do okay. it for January. Well, so. Okay, I take it back. I thought, I, I, just thought we were, I thought it was your number one for last year. I thought I remember you going on about how it was your number one movie for last year, so that's why it crossed I my thought mind. It was, that's what it was, I was curious about that, too. Yeah. But... No, I looked it up and it, yeah, it, says, said it came, came out in 2024. Oh, okay. Gotcha. So I stand I corrected. 
Dang. Maybe we were just talking. No, yeah, because I, I, I thought, thought, I thought that was your number. About... Wasn't it your number one movie for for last year's show? Because it was it was for twenty twenty three, but then I guess they changed it on the. I don't know why. They, I think it's because of the release dates because they got mixed. Maybe up. just snuck into like maybe like the first week of twenty twenty three or something. Because they had yeah. to, the release dates. That's yeah. why. So gotcha. Yeah, it's just special effects. It's pretty much what does does it for me on that one. You know, it's Avatar. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, so I remember you were super stoked for it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and yeah, I remember. From when we reviewed it, uh, just uh, like right around a year ago, you were all about it. Yep. <laughs> yes, yes. Good deal. All right. Well, my number three, we already covered Iron Claw. We already, I already talked about for you, uh, with, with you, Paul, when was your pick. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I don't really have anything else to add to it except go see it. <laughs> uh, Victor, we're just going to keep plowing along here. You're number two. Uh, of course, my number two uh, is that of... Oh, let me see. Oh, uh, my number two, of course... Of course, was Spider-Man across the uh, across the multiverse or Spider-Verse in this case? Sorry, um, I really love this movie. I mean, Spider-Man. He's just he's just such an iconic character, and this movie truly showed that Miles Morales uh, took the Spider-Man reins and he wrote it all across the universe, and not only the universe, but it was the, across the Spider universe. I mean, there was a hunt, like billions of Spider-Man from every universe that you can name, and man, it was so cool. And the cool part of it was when. Uh, he was like, everyone, get Spider-Man. He's like, you, you, no, no, you, 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 you are, are you talking about you? I think they're talking about you. I know they're talking about me. But it was so cool. And plus, I mean, you could see every Spider-Man from every universe. Like I said, it's just, it was such a phenomenal film. And plus, since we're talking about cliffhangers, what a cliffhanger this movie left us on. Oh, my God. It was a, oh, my gosh. I can't wait for the next one. I'm super excited because i Oh man, what a cliffhanger! Yeah. They keep stepping up the level and deg- uh, degree of animation in each of those ones. It's just yeah, phenomenal, phenomenal stuff. <laughs> yeah, because that was awesome. It was so cool. Paul, you're number two. We're getting down to the wire here. This would have been my number one, except for the subtitles. Godzilla minus one. Um, I knew. I knew. <laughs> I was yep. going to put that in box. Subtitles did a number for you. It was a great. Well, it's, it's just. Still, number two, that's high praise. Yeah, yeah. and I would have been number one, you know, if I didn't have to read the subtitles. Yeah. But, yeah, God, Godzilla Minus One is a fantastic movie. Yeah. Super well done. So cool. Great action. I know you love Godzilla movies. You see, I remember you said you saw them all, and this ranks right at the top, right? Yep, yep. I think this is probably my favorite Godzilla movie that I've seen. And you come from a hardcore Godzilla fan. That's, that's saying yep. something. Yep. Heck, yeah. All right, my number two, I'm going with the uh, Matt Damon, Ben Affleck joint, Air. Yeah. yeah, yeah, seeing these two work together again at a high at high level of interaction on screen again. Uh, I know they kind of had a reuniting almost with the last duel from a couple of years ago, but uh, they weren't really interacting with each other that much. But Air here, they're all about the creation of the first Air Jordan shoes from Nike. Uh, if you were to tell me how they were going to make that into an entertaining movie, I'd just shake my head. But they pulled it off here, uh, and having Chris Tucker being great in the supporting role and uh, uh, Viola Davis just just remarkable as she always is yeah yeah great movie uh yeah telling the story of how the air jordans came to be for some reason they had me just hooked in made it a gripping <laughs> thrill ride if i were to say it i can't I, yes i actually am yeah air definitely go check it out great great stuff <laughs> victor it's time for your number one pick now i know this was a really hard one and like i said i was gonna put godzilla because also i'm a godzilla fan as well and i wanted to put it on my list but like dale said we all had to get cut so the number one pick of mine is guardians of the galaxy volume three and my gosh you guys what a what a movie this was because man it 
it it jerked at you everyone's heartstrings and it was really hard to watch but bradley cooper what an amazing phenomenal actor he is and oh my gosh he he just he just took this character and made it his own and I mean, my gosh, man, what a movie this was! Because this was not your, this was not your PG rated movie. This was a, this was a. No, hard. they they went so they they went a little darker here. Oh yeah, and yeah. of course, thanks to the great works of Mr. James Gunn. Uh, yeah, my gosh, man. I mean, I could say so much about this movie, but you guys just got to see this for yourselves. Because oh my god, Guardians <laughs> of the Galaxy Volume Three, great yes. pick, man. It was one of my honorable mentions. I really wanted to. Uh, uh, it was a hard cut to make. Uh, oh, yeah, Katie, Mr. Bill Deutsch at Fork Sports Highway is giving you a shout-out. Oh, he is? Yep, in the chat he's saying, yeah, we, we want to see Katie. So <clears throat> Here I am. And you can catch Bill Deutsch and the whole sports crew on Fork Sports Highway at 6.30 tonight on Grand Fork's Best Source. Paul, time for your numero uno. Yeah, the one that hits all the marks. It's, you know, it... It's got emotion, it's got comedy, it's got action, it's got amazing special effects, it's got a great storyline. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume hey, 3. Yeah, double pick! Woo! <laughs> double yeah. pick! Another double, double pick. pick! Hell yeah! Oh my goodness! Heck yeah! Gosh, yeah. yeah. I don't know, I've, I've probably seen it 13 times now and it just, it's always entertaining. 13, oh, oh, it's so cool. Wow. Wow. Yeah, you know. It was one of my honorable mentions. Maybe I need to see it again and give it another view. I love the first two movies. I love this one, too. But Great soundtrack. Yeah. Yes. Oh, my gosh. I do have the soundtrack a, for it. I listen it, to yes. that soundtrack every day at work, I swear. Yeah. Yeah, I do. Oh, gosh. Standout moment from the movie or just uh, just that made it just rise above the rest for you to be still take your number one spot? I mean, there's a, there's so many parts to it. I mean, just seeing, you know, how they manipulated, you know, all these animals, turning them, like, into cybernetic animals. And then you got, you know... Just like uh, the warlock right at the beginning, you, you know, you think that he took out Groot, but he just kind of grows back, and then Quill, you know, hits him with the arrow, and he's just like, who threw that at me? Right. You know, <laughs> just, like, he's just, just, you know, it's got really funny humor in it, and then the, what was it, the ma- the master, who's the bad guy again, the master? Oh, the, the Supreme, so, uh, yeah, uh, what was it, the Supreme Ruler, I believe it was called, so, uh, yeah. or, what was it? I, the high, I can't even say his name. Dang it. I'll come to me in a second. Go, go, continue, continue. Yeah, yeah, the high master or something like that. But, yeah, I mean, he did a great job of uh, doing the acting and that. And, you know, just seeing Rocket and just how he started from just yeah. a, a little baby raccoon growing up into what he became and yeah it was his origin story yeah yeah what a it, tale. Was, it was really cool and dude his fa- what he did to his face oh my god yeah, yeah. Oh everything my god. gets explained about rocket and guardians of the galaxy three great stuff all right well oh, the high evolutionary there we go yeah there you go Thank sorry, you. sorry go. Yeah, give me a second like i said <laughs> all right well for my number one uh i think i just talked about it on our christmas special a couple episodes ago uh, I really thought it over, and for some reason, it just hit all the right marks for me for a drama prestige movie. So I'll give myself a little drum roll. Yes, I am talking about uh, yeah the holdovers. So, oh yes, yeah, yeah. that's one. That is one yeah, movie Paul Giamatti just yeah he's just you you ca- really captures. I never thought about that as a premise for a movie before. You're at a boarding school, everyone gets to go on vacation, but people who are stuck who have no one to go on vacation to get stuck with like five or six students at a prep school with one teacher to be their chaperone for two weeks. Oh, and a cook, and yeah, that and they make a hell of a christmas movie out of it and just kind of like they kind of have that love-hate relationship where they hate each other to begin with you know oh you're the evil teacher who's holding me back doesn't want to see me succeed but the teacher you know is just you know out to get him but then you get to see him kind of change course as the movie goes along and 
have a lot of touching and heartwarming moments there towards the end and and some 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 high highs and low lows kind of like uh, iron claw but they just got it to a whole another level there to where it is my number one movie of 2023 the holdovers so there you go those are our top 10 movies of 2023 yeah another one in the books folks oh. heck yeah you guys have did, did you happen to have a tally of how many movies you saw for the year i'm a nerd and keep track of that i know for me it was 94 katie paul victor too many too many I actually, like I said, I haven't seen very much because of my work schedule, so that I had to say a bit. Well, actually, I did see a few, but not a lot. Just like I said, only one. I was, ho- I was hoping for 100 movies to see by the end of the year. I just missed same, it. Same. It wasn't for work week. I wouldn't have done. Sorry, Katie. Go ahead. <laughs> like, I'm going to say, like, I, it's not that I don't watch movies. Okay, I probably watch, I don't know, maybe like seven or eight. I just can't think of them. I mean, I have some written down, but like when I say I don't watch movies, like, I watch clips of them on YouTube. Oh, okay, yeah. That's so fair. So Just it's not like, like I don't watch movies. You see a link That's on social so media to a killer scene or something like that. Exactly. Yeah. And then if it interests me, then I'll like snoop and look up other Bits. clips. That's fair. And then if, if it does just enough, all right, now it's time to set time aside for the oh, movie. Yeah. Exactly. That's so so I've seen many clips of many movies. That's fair. So. Let's get, Katie, we didn't get hear from you in a bit here. Any other standout thoughts that we touched on on our movies that may got refreshed you on a couple other things you didn't get a chance to talk on from the year in 2023 for you? Oh, yeah. I remember I watched the uh, Mr. Beast documentary on how he just grew up and he just... He just came from nothing, and next thing you know, he's like the biggest YouTuber in the world. Mm-hmm. Is that like an official movie documentary then, or is it just like on his YouTube channel, or you know what it's it. called? I watched it on YouTube. Oh, okay. So. I'll just look up Mr. Beast documentary. It, it was, was probably whatever has the most views. Yeah, it was free. And then, yeah, I want to see Lady Ballers. <laughs> you want to see Lady Ballers? I, I still want, want to see, see that, too. Yeah, I, I do, Josh. I do want to see that, just because... See uh, where they go with it, right? Well, no, yeah. just because uh, this this YouTuber, uh, what's her name? Uh, Brett or Beth... Whatever her name is, uh, she's she's really funny actually, and she's she she pulls no punches, so I like her. So all right, Victor, usually I would throw to you for our action figure showcase, but we are kind of running pretty long here, and we want to hit up new releases and quick takes. Is it alright if we skip it this week? It's fine, actually. Right. This was this was basically uh, as I say, your Elmo is almost like a figure in, in and of itself. This <laughs> was basically yeah, what I wanted to show you guys because, like I said, I love if you all haven't have seen the show because I know you have. Uh, Jim Henson is a huge inspiration for this lovely character, as you see, and uh, of course. I love Elmo and I love the Sesame Street gang. I wanted to get a Big Bird costume, but uh, unfortunately, oh god, <laughs> they, oh my god well, that would have been yes. that would have been really hard. Actually, I was gonna to, to be fair, ladies and gentlemen, I was actually gonna get a Snuffleupagus costume. Oh my goodness! But <laughs> that that was so expensive, so I was like, you know what, Elmo's it. So oh gosh, plus well, it was so hard to. Victor, you went above and beyond. I was wondering what was in that freaking huge ass box you walked in the studio with here, but yeah, I I know we got we we definitely got a good amount of stares from people walking by outside our studios there. So, like, what the heck? They're wondering why is Elmo getting interviewed? (laughs) But no, good stuff. Uh, We'll be back with our last couple segments of the show: uh, new release previews and quick takes. Right after these words from our friends from Churchill Shoes. Churchill Shoes has moved. One of the largest SAS dealers in the upper Midwest is now in the Grand Cities Mall and ready to find you a pair of shoes that you will love. At Churchill Shoes, they measure both feet to make sure you're getting the proper fit. They carry men's and women's styles and offer free special orders when shoes aren't in stock and free in-town delivery. Churchill Shoes has operated in Grand Forks for over 65 years and over 75 years of shoe fitting experience on their staff and can cater to all of your footwear needs. 
Open Monday through Friday from 9 to 5 and Saturday from 9 to 3. Call 701-772-8256 or online at churchillshoesnd.com. Next time you're in need of footwear, give us a try. Your feet will be glad you did. Churchill Shoes in the Grand Cities Mall. All right, we are back. Oh, we got a little bit of feedback there. Oh, I, or at least in my headphones. I don't know. I'm spiking in my headphones. I don't know why. But uh, Katie, do you, does my volume sound weird to you? Oh, no, you sound good. Okay, gotcha. Sounds good. But we are going to hit up our noteworthy theatrical and streaming new releases here. And uh, so here's what's coming out this week for noteworthy streaming movies and shows. On Netflix, this is a huge one, Rebel Moon Part 1, A Child of Fire. Now, this is the new Zack Snyder space fantasy saga Mm. that stars uh, Sofia Brutella as Korra, a former soldier in a land called the Mother World who attempts to recruit warriors from across the galaxy to make a stand against the army that's closing in on the farm colony she lives on. And now Part 2, The Scar Giver, is uh, slated to release this April. Uh, so, I don't know if you guys heard about this. this is, it's been getting a lot of buzz. It just released on Netflix this past week here. I already watched it. Already I, watched it? Yeah. I did. I actually saw it. And Zach yeah. Snyder, wa- yeah, he talked I want to see it. Uh, I guess maybe we'll save the full review for the next episode or your quick takes. Uh, thumbs up, thumbs down. Oh, definitely thumbs up. Okay. I want to hear what you guys have to say I, here. I always love Zach. So yeah. Thumbs, thumbs up. up. Same here. I, I wish I had time to see it. All right. Maybe we'll see more have more from the quick takes next up what if season two on disney plus in the second season of the animated series characters like nebula peter quill and tony stark's fates are reimagined throwing off the balance of the universe uh next up uh, the holdovers my movie of the year it's now streaming on peacock so check that out if you if you want to see why it's my favorite movie of the year still want to see that so bad because it didn't last very long in theaters so yeah it had a very limited release i got lucky when i saw it yeah Berlin, it's on Netflix, the prequel series to Money Heist, and it features Berlin as he orchestrates new heists around Europe. And finally, It Lives Inside, it's streaming on Hulu. It's a buzzworthy new horror film from the producers of Get Out. Mm. Uh, For our notable new theatrical movies, we have Wonka, the prequel origin story that explores the vivid mythical beginnings of the imaginative young inventor. Next up, we have The Iron Claw, which you already heard us kind of gush about. It made two of our top ten movies of the year lists. Yeah. Uh, Ferrari, uh, Enzo, it opened on Christmas. Enzo, Enzo Ferrari in Crisis uh, in 1957 with a volatile marriage and suffering the loss of his uh, son a year earlier. Uh, actually caught it in theaters on Christmas, and it was it was pretty damn good. Pretty, pretty tragic, but pretty damn good. Uh, next up, Boys in the Boat. George Clooney-directed film about the 1936 American Olympic rowing team. Mm. And we have The Color Purple, uh, a remake of the Whoopi Goldberg 80s classic. Uh, oh, yeah, and one more, uh, Night Swim, a re- where a recovering baseball player's home swimming pool has a dark, ha- haunting secret. So any of these stand out to you guys? Pick Night, of the week? Night Swim, I do want to see. That's been, that's been really hitting the, the revamp of commercials for a long time. So I really want to see uh, Night Swim. All right, Paul, anything stands out to you there? Or? Yeah, I, want, I want to see Ferrari. Ferrari, yeah. Yeah, good stuff. All right, Katie, anything caught your eye there? Not really. Not really? Mm-hmm. All right. Well, before we hit up some quick takes, some GFBS plugs for stuff going on this week, uh, make sure to check out Dirty Thursday from earlier today where Nosa Sprint Driver and 2023 RCS track champion Mark Dobmeyer was in the studio to recap his 2023 season and preview what's ahead. 
heck of an interview. You do not want to miss it. Also, coming up on tonight's Fork Sports Highway at 6.30, Monty, Bill, Raven, Supersonic Steve will be wrapping up their college bowl game coverage. Spectacular. Part 3. It will be epic. These are just a few of the dozen-plus shows you can find every week by searching GFBS on your favorite podcasts and social media apps. Ton of shows. Or GFBestSource.com. All right. Quick takes. Winding it down. What you've watched this past week or plan on watching soon, we didn't get a chance to talk about yet. Katie, it's been a while since we had you on the show here. Let's start off with you. Uh, I will watch that Gypsy Rose documentary. Gypsy Rose, yes, yes. Victor yes. knows what I'm talking about. Yeah, because I, I want to see it myself, so I'm with you on that, Katie. Well, what's that streaming on, you know? Or? It's, it's streaming on Hulu. Hulu, okay. I don't have that. I'll somehow get you, it. You'll find a way. Yeah. You'll find yep. a way. Yeah. Um. Honestly, that's... Oh, and I want to see Lady Ballers. Hopefully, I'll see that eventually. Same. <clears throat> Anything else you saw from, like, the last month or two that you want to talk about? Sea uh, Boys still tearing it up for you? Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, I... They've been off for like two weeks and i get it though because they how dare they take a christmas break i don't know they've been consistent all year um last year i think they hit two last year they their goal was to hit two million but they they hit two million subscribers just after the new year but now they're almost at three million subscribers Holy on crap. youtube so they're really like moving oh, and shaking yeah they are they're really uh yeah standout video of the year for them for you for people to watch one for the year is the one that comes to mind. I love watching their best of. <laughs> End but... of the year best of? That's kind of a cheat. Um, yeah. No, there's just so much. I just laugh every time I see their stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, I don't know, other stuff. I did the best of Dirty Thursday. Yeah. So. Everyone check that out on yeah. Ground Forks Best Source Facebook. Didn't get as much traffic as last year, but if you want a good laugh, go watch it. Or just watch some of it. Just, you know. 17 minutes worth of fun stuff. You do a phenomenal job putting that together each year. I can only... I, I just know from my video editing, a little bit of video editing I've done, how mm-hmm. long... Just 17 minutes, how long that takes to put together. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And shout out to the Sea Boys because they did what I did, uh, which is, if you guys didn't know, uh, which I know you guys know because you guys watch, I, and I know you guys watch, but uh, we did a hot challenge uh, many years ago where I took a gummy bear oh, that oh, was yeah. hotter than the, the devil's son behind, and I swallowed that thing with the milk, and uh, it tore my stomach to pieces, but I was all right, and it didn't hurt me very bad, uh, so I didn't need it prove anything else i was good victor may have been in the bathroom for a half hour yes i was but you know what i did it and i proved to myself i could do no, it dude that was very very bold very very daring thank you and honestly don't try that unless you have supervision behind you hey, because on the bright hurts. side at least you think i think you took it like after it was sitting in the studio for a year and a half or so so it may have lost a little bit of its potency no, no? It did not. <laughs> not even close no not even close when i swallowed that thing i was like yep and i will be right back so uh I, you all enjoy yes great stuff paul or victor why don't we just keep rolling with you here your quick takes um well i've been uh, i've been so busy with work and everything and customs and trying to finish up everything for uh next of course, year uh, that I've been so busy, but that hasn't mean that I haven't been busy with new, uh, with a little bit of news here and there. Um, I really can't wait for for this year because honestly, there's so many like superhero things coming out. Um, and I tell you what, man, uh, the the next superhero stuff.
stuff that's coming out. You're going to love, and I know you and Paul are going to love it, and I know Katie's going to love it. Uh, so James Gunn is going to turn the whole DC side all around. Uh, he's going to add Swamp Thing. He's going to add, you know, the, the Monster Squad. He's going to add pretty much everything in his little book. And Kingdom Come might come, so I mean, I'm really excited about that storyline. And not to mention, Marvel's going hard with their stuff. And Spawn, I can't wait for Spawn, the, the man himself, to just wreak havoc on the streets. Big uh, things ahead for 2024 you're oh, stoked for. Oh, yeah, I'm really excited. And not to mention, uh, because X-Men's coming to the, the fray, and of course, you might see more action figures, uh, of course, uh, for the Fantastic Four, uh, because I will be getting that pretty soon in Spider-Man. So yeah, figure man. reviews all around, guys. So I'm really excited to show you guys some new stuff. Bigger and better. It's oh, cliche, yeah. but it sounds like you're, you're looking forward to bigger and better 2024. Absolutely. And not only that, like I said, I got my my Elmo costume. I'm going to be coming on with more costumes and more everything, so you're going to see a lot of new new characters on this show. Uh, so oh. Elmo is one of them. Uh, you might see Big Bird. Who Big knows? Big Bird, oh, my God. Snuffleupagus, you might have to wait for him because, man, that guy, I don't even know how I'm going to fit that oh, costume. So. I love it, Victor. Good stuff. Paul, quick takes. Uh, so my mom actually told me to watch this one, uh, Love and Monsters. Ooh, it came out a while, a little while ago, but that was entertaining as all hell. It was really fun. Yeah, um, yeah. Lo- Love and Monsters is definitely worth checking out. Um, what, what's the gist of that one? Uh, so this guy, he's uh, the world is taken over by like some genetic thing that makes uh, animals just like mutated and huge. You know, so you'll have like a giant toad or a giant, you know, ant or something. So human civilization is, like, hiding underground in bunkers because the outside world is, like, too dangerous for them to live in. And this guy, he gets separated from the girl he was in love with when the whole thing happened, like this chemical thing that turned them all into these giant beasts. And so he ended up getting into a a bunker, and she's in a bunker that's, like, a three-day trip away. And so he has to, he wants to get to her because he's been in this bunker for, like, two, three years or something, and they've only been able to talk through uh, radio. And so he finally says, you know what, it's not worth it. And so he's, and he's like a, a total uh, scaredy cat. Like, oh, he's, wow. he's afraid of everything. Yeah, <laughs> but he's and risking it. So he risks, he risks it all, and he goes out into the real world to travel, make three-day journey to get into the bunker with the, his high school sweetheart. And he's dodging these monsters all the way through and oh god yeah and it's i mean it's it's got comedy it's got awesome special effects oh, it's got it got a really good story and it's it's just it's a really good movie oh man it's really fun and then i guess you saw rebel moon also do you want to do a, a more of a full feature review in two weeks or you want to talk about it now or uh, we can talk about it more when you guys see it yeah. but um just as a quick breakdown it it's kind of like more of leading up to just you know seeing different kind of like superheroes in a way like you know, building up to each kind of like um, the Suicide Squad. Oh, right. You know, right. you like you get get to see this new character. So they're they're trying to recruit a team, mm-hmm. and they all have their own little special abilities, and they fight you know weird alien things and stuff. And yeah, it's got great good special effects. It's 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 worth a watch. I mean, I wouldn't say it's the greatest thing on earth, but keep you enticed for part two then in a few months. Oh yeah, yeah. definitely, definitely. I mean, yeah, for as far as shows go, yeah, it was really good. Awesome. Um, Nefarious, uh, I watched that. That was uh, not the greatest movie or acting by any means, but it does have a really good uh, storyline of uh, the fight between uh, heaven and hell. Okay. Uh, so it, that's, it's worth the, the watch just to... Taking the special effects, kind of? No, there's no special oh, effects. Oh, no special right? effects, It's yeah. just a, 
a lawyer or no a prosecutor who has to determine whether or not this guy is faking being psycho oh, yeah. or because yes. he's on his way to the death penalty. Oh, so, okay. so he's saying that he's possessed by demons. So oh, so pro- it's like an interview kind of. Yeah, and yeah. so the, the prosecutor has to determine whether or not he's faking it to just get out of the death penalty or if he's actually possessed by demons. Oh, gosh. It must have been a really convincing stuff to make it yeah, really stand out. I yeah, mean, it's, good. it's good. I mean, honestly, like the, the, the previews really like did it for me because, I mean, I was really thinking, like, this guy is faking it, but he doesn't seem like he's faking it. Okay. Yeah, yeah it's, that it's sounds like an intriguing premise there so uh, yeah. and then lastly uh latest south park not suitable got, for children i, 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 I saw this cred, too bitches i got cred oh my god yeah they're, they're ripping off uh prime the prime drink from uh, logan paul yeah yeah it's it's all about that and oh, then logan um paul. and then stan starts an only fans page where he wants he, has, he wants to be he wants to beat his wife in only fans yeah randy randy yeah oh yeah randy yeah Oh my yeah, gosh! Randy wants to beat his wife in OnlyFans. I'm gonna look up that clip. That's yeah. gonna be so funny. Yeah, Kate, that's where, yeah, that whole subplot. I think it's like the main plot. When you're telling me, you're like, "Oh, Dale, they, they, the, the whole episode's focused on OnlyFans." I'm like, "Let me guess." Randy starts an OnlyFans page. You're like, "Yep." I'm like, oh. and knowing Randy, he would do that too. Yeah. He would so and do he's that. Pretty much pantless the entire. Yeah. The entire time. Yeah, he's like naked almost the entire episode. Yeah, <laughs> and. Yeah, they make sure to say not suitable for children. Like they give you a, a bunch of disclaimers for this one, more than usual. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Shin, I'm making. Katie is looking up the goods right now. Yep. <laughs> not again. Oh, good stuff. Oh man. Uh, anything else, Paul? Uh, no, that should do it. I guess for me, we kind of already covered most of the things. We, uh, I, I saw Ferrari at the theaters. I thought that was a great take on uh, kind of like a micro a micro shot of uh, uh, Enzo Ferrari's life. Had a nice little one year time span there. I, I saw leave the finished watching Leave the World Behind that we talked about on the last show. I think I liked it for the most part. It wasn't completely it didn't completely won me over for its post apocalyptic tale, but. I, I think I'd give it a solid recommendation. Uh, where we talked about the Iron Claw, and then I saw a couple of my usual Christmas. Uh, I, I try to watch a few movies, uh, staples uh, Christmas each year. I talked about our Christmas special, but I saw a few more right in time for Christmas. I watched the movie Christmas Eve on Christmas Eve. Uh, I think I talked about last year. Great ensemble cast type movie where everyone's stuck on elevators on Christmas Eve. Merry friggin' Christmas. Uh, the Robin Williams uh, and J- Joe uh, McHale, just kind of Christmas comedy. One of Robin Williams' last films. Really good family Christmas movie. God rest his soul. Yes. And uh, New Year's Eve, the movie I watch every on what else? New Year's Eve, another mm. ensemble cast comedy that mm. uh, just is, yeah, really, really resonated with me and kind of sticks with me to this day. I got to really watch it on every single New Year's Eve. So unless you guys have anything else, we'll wrap it up. Two oh. years of big screens and TV streams in the book. Oh, really quick. Uh, I was going to recommend this to Dale really quick. Um, if you get a chance on Netflix, uh, watch The Family Switch. Uh, I know it's uh, I know it's a little late in the Christmas season, of course, because it's already over. But if you get Immersing a chance... the preview for it, yes. Yeah, go see it. It's really funny. Ed, uh, Ed Helm and Jennifer Gardner, kick ass. Oh, good stuff. I, I love it, man. I think it's, I put it in my queue, but I'll, I'll have to put bump that up to priority. Uh, anything else, Paul or Katie? Oh. No, I think we're good. All right, we will wrap it up. Want to give many thanks again to today's sponsors, Oh for Heaven's Cakes, uh, Redemption Shield, and Churchill Shoes. We welcome you to join us live for all future episodes every other Thursday. New schedule here every other Thursday at 1 p.m. on gfbestsource.com or by searching GFBS wherever you find social media or podcast apps. And that's where you can find all past episodes by searching GFBS everywhere you find podcasts. On um, with that, we will bid another year of big screens and TV screens in the books. Many thanks to Paul. See you later. (laughs) (laughs) 
Many thanks to Victor. Thank you guys for, and this is so quick because uh, I love you guys so much. And another two years, like I said, it's so great to be a part of this family. And like I said, the schedule may have changed, but we're not going to stop giving you all the amazing stuff that you want. And pop culture is going to keep going crazy. So I thank you guys for another year, and I love you guys. And remember, have a lovely day. And Elmo says, Elmo's word. <laughs> yes. Victor, congrats. I'm busting out the epic costumes once again and and for the hard-earned jeopardy win thank you yes you made it quite the dramatic i love it good stuff many thanks to righteously rad producer katie yeah great yeah. To, great to have you back thank you that's a new one righteously rad mm-hmm. yeah rocking out alliteration yo righteously <laughs> rad bro yeah. i always learn like a new word every time <laughs> all about well, the adjectives yeah. yep and alliteration yes Great to have you on here again, Katie. Yeah. Happy 2024. Yes. Woo. Yes. All right. Many thanks to all of you for tuning in and having us part of your day. And hey, like I said, another year of big screens and TV streams in the book. We'll see you in two weeks. Goodbye. See you later.